Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to season two of the Guitar Nerds podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Jake Ross. Hello. Matt Knight. Tease and Sue. And Mark Packham. Just when you thought, like, you know, we were going the right way with season lengths, getting them down to, like, six or ten episodes, Joe Branton <laughs> decides that season one mm-hmm. of Guitar Nerds has been, whatever this is, 400 and something episodes. 290-something, but, you know, that's that's okay. This is episode one of season season two. Which and is, you haven't even you haven't, you haven't changed your spiel at the front. I thought you no, were no, going to... No, no, the spiel I mean, you stays said the that, same. You said that there's a new, there's a new, uh, there's a new, a new jingle. jingle and stuff. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to listen to that. But uh, I just, I thought you were going to, I don't know, I thought there was going to be a new character. I thought it was going to be Joe Branton, the um, 100-year-old man, was going to be the new host of Guitar Nerds. That would have been a good option. Now, I've changed up some of the other things, some of the other spiel towards the end of the podcast. I've neatened that up as well. And also something that I'll start doing after the introduction on this season two of the Guitar Nerds podcast (laughs) is I will mention that each month in 2021, we're donating to a new charity. And this month, we're going to be donating to Help Musicians. And we thoroughly recommend you doing the same. Now, Help Musicians is a UK-based organisation. Each month... You know, we're going to be doing a different charity, so it won't always be UK-based. I appreciate the bulk of our listeners aren't UK-based. We're going to try and do things that are either global or maybe, you know, other areas as well to make sure we're covering everything. But in light of everything that's... You global know, or other areas? Yeah, well, like either, Mars. A Mars yeah. charity. Well, there could, be, there could be. There could be. There might be charities for that sort of thing. Okay, cool. Good. Um, but, yeah, so, you know... The, uh, this this month we're donating to help musicians. Um, it was a who, close call between that and the uh, to Big Red Spot Foundation. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. They, those were the Get two. The, those were the two. The two main ones. But yes, uh, um, help musicians is a charity that's in place to help all the uh, musicians who have you know been out of work or lost work in this uh, in this difficult time. So it's uh, it's it's a great fund that. Um, puts all of the uh, every penny uh, that goes into it goes straight to the frontline work to help uh, musicians struggling um, throughout this you know period of no gigs or shows that of course has been made even worse now for UK bands and musicians as touring Europe will get more difficult as well so a, a fantastic charity if you do have anything to spare 
Now, of course, we are all musicians, so, you know, you could probably just spend that money on yourself. But um, <laughs> nonetheless, we're going to assist help musicians. So, yes, there's that. Anyway, this week for episode one of season two, we've said we're going to do a quiz. Um, Can I clarify? But- Have you actually discontinued the old episode numbers? Are you just not going to say, like, this is episode 260 mm. or whatever? This is season two, episode one. Yeah, you're ridiculous, man. No, no, I had to go back through every single other episode because we've never added a season to our previous episodes. Did you really (laughs) add the words season one to every episode? No, no, no. It's not. It's not adding the word. The way things are rolled out from your podcast provider to all the podcast platforms is you can enter whether it has a season number and whether it has an episode number. And of course, because we've never done seasons, I only ever put an episode number, so everything just is the next episode, the next episode. So I had to go back through every episode and add a season to it so that I could add season two to the start of this week's episode. Did you at no point take a step back and think, is this really worth the hassle for what will be a very funny joke for about five seconds? I I, I liked the idea of the neatening of uh, the podcast so people can choose whether, you know, where, what time period they want to be in. It also gave me an excuse to, you know, change the But the jingles. first season was four years long. Well, Longer in than the that, future, five years long. In, <laughs> no, five and a half years long. In the it's future. not about changing time period. It's <laughs> What in are you the future, talking about? When we're on season I, four, season five, then, you know, there'll be a useful when, when the podcast is genuinely hosted by a hundred-year-old man, Joe Branson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, we might using, choose... Using, to... using the Boss uh, podcast implant, which has just been released by the, uh, the now overlord <laughs> of guitar accessories, Matt Knight... Yes, that will... Unbelievable. Uh, that will inevitably be the case. But anyway, so this, this week... For episode one of season two, we are going to be uh, we're going to be having a, a wonderful quiz to decide which one of you is the most guitar nerdy. But before we jump into that, we should have a, a little bit of a chat. I'm going to talk to you more about this sort of stuff on the Patreon episode afterwards. But have a little bit of a chat about what we've been up to in in the since we finished Gear of the Year 2020 and what we've been doing with the start of 2021. And Mark Packham, you've actually been. Uh, You've been doing some recording. Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing right now, actually, is now that you mentioned it, I went on to Spotify to see if it adds the season name and episode uh-huh. uh, thing. And just, you know, just so you know, your time is well spent. It hasn't done any of that. <laughs> so, um, but the other thing is, I'm just scrolling back through and looking at the episode lengths of the whatever it is, 400 episodes that are here. Mm-hmm. What we've wasted our lives, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so much time. Oh, God. Oh, I'm yeah. glad that you all enjoy listening to this. Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> we don't That's... record this anymore, Mark. This is just for our own enjoyment. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yes, Joe Branton, <laughs> to answer your question, I've done a bit of home recording over the break. Um, and, well, actually, it's gone through a, f- a few different incarnations since uh, Corona kicked off and not really been able to have a band practice and that. Um, and uh, written loads of songs and that for a band that will probably never gig again because who knows if we're ever getting out of this. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, with over the Christmas break, uh, I started home recording with a bit of gusto, um, and uh, I've gone. I had to basically strip it back to the easiest thing I could possibly do, like 
tried using the um, Spire, which was uh, great, but it's not uh, the, the way that I need to do things is not going to work with that setup. Um, also tried using Presona Studio One, um, which has been great. I've used that for a couple of things, um, but I needed something even more instant than that. So I've just gone back to using GarageBand, and uh, it's amazing to me how much you can do in GarageBand. What, with what was n- it about GarageBand that gave you sort of quicker results than Studio One? No effort whatsoever. Um, just putting the audio file in there, like either recording it in or actually to do the drums, I'm using a program called Hydrogen, uh, which is like a free drum uh, sequencer, which has got like one or two decent sounding acoustic kits. And again, is easy enough for me to program. Like I've had a few different drum sequencers over the time. I used the one in, um, well, going back all the way back in the day, like, um, Oh, what was it called? I can't remember. Like, I've used a few of the different, like, drum sequences you can get, like, mm. Easy Drummer and stuff like that. And it's always just been too difficult for me. So I downloaded this program, Hydrogen, that was recommended, um, which is a, just a super basic drum sequencer. It doesn't... It has, like... You can download some sounds and stuff, but it's got no, like, tone shaping in there. There's not, like, reverbs and stuff built in or different, you know, room sizes or anything like that. It's just... You just hear the drum hits. Um, and so... Yeah, so I use that, bounce out the audio from that. And I was like, GarageBand's just so easy for me. I just pulled everything in. And yeah, I know I could be doing way more in Studio One. And to be honest, it probably, you could be set up in a way that is easier in Studio One. But like, I just wanted something I could just dump these drum files in, click a button that says, ah, compression, drum kit. Okay, brilliant. I want that. Uh, Reverb drum kit i want that okay i'll use that preset i've literally not strayed from the presets at all um and the thing that really stood out to me is the guitar amps in there are actually fine they're totally fine for doing exactly what i want to do which is just for demoing stuff um so are you are you plugging straight into an interface and then yeah yeah, straight straight into the interface i'm using like i don't know it was called like old school punk or something preset um and tweak that a little bit actually because it just needed a little bit more gain i think than that was already in there um and i found it super productive i've recorded like 10 songs over the christmas break i've got about another 10 to do which i could probably get done in the course of maybe a couple of weekends um can't record vocals yet because obviously you know i'm in like a one-bedroom flat that's got like four other flats connected to it um and he's embarrassed he's what he's trying to say that is exactly what i'm doing it yeah to be honest yeah. I, you know i don't really care that my neighbors hear me if i was in any way a good singer but uh <laughs> the kind of like you know snotty punk rock vocals um taken out of context of a band behind them um don't sound great so what i wanted to do was go to a rehearsal room and record them there but obviously everything's locked down right now so i can't do that um but yeah i've tried a load of things this year for recording wise and uh the spire was cool really uh good to just like jot some ideas down um uh presonus was really good to go a bit more in depth um but i wanted to just sketch some some ideas out really quickly and just chuck the basic presets on and yeah that's what i need just something super basic and uh yeah it's been good and in terms of guitars the two i've, I've used the most punk rock guitar setup obviously which is the rick 330 and the p bass <laughs> for basically everything um and i use a strat for some stuff as well oh wow yeah 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 i've really been getting back into the um into the strat uh, over the last couple of weeks because it's been two and four yeah 
Sorry, yeah, position two and four, the most punk rock positions. Yeah, <laughs> punk rock, the, the out of phase. Uh, yeah, I hear it's all the rage with the kids these days. Um, but yeah, I've used a, uh, I've used a bunch of... Um, I've been playing guitars a lot. That's Sorry, that's what I was going to say. I use those two guitars for recording. But because there's nothing else really to do at the moment, I've just been sitting down and playing loads of guitars. So yeah, I've been playing the Strat loads, the Casino, the Ricky, the uh, Les Paul Jr., the Billy Joe Les Paul that I've currently, I'm currently looking after. Um, and the Dan Electro. I've been plugging it all in, basically, and uh, wow. keeping it really simple on the amp front, just using the Katana on the one preset that I've made on there. Is, is it a Katana um, 2 or, a, or the first series? Yeah, it's, it's Katana 1. one. Yeah, yeah. Probably the first one. Yeah, yeah. It's probably one serial of the, number one. You've had it that long. Yeah, yeah. I've had yeah. it so long. I had it since since they first came out. But um, I, can't, I can't believe we're entering to, to, 2021 and and Jay and Mark, you both own Stratocasters. I guess this is Mate, a kind it's of a... basically honestly, it's basically all I play. That's true. Really? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I mentioned um, in at the back end of the year, I bought a uh, I bought a Bigsby Telly, and uh, because I was like, you know what? Maybe I was wrong about Bigsby's. Maybe they are cool. Maybe maybe this is going to be great. Maybe it's going to revolutionise what I do. And I just, I can't put down the Strat. It's just, it's so good. And it's just a player Strat. It's just a player Strat. I haven't changed, I literally haven't changed a thing. Um, really good. And I just, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, what, what, so, which, which Strat was yours, Mark? Uh, it's one of the Mexican uh, lacquered series. So oh, yes, with of the, course. Um, I just forgot. Yeah. yeah the classic player. Nitro. No, it's not even classic player. Classic mm. series. Sorry. Classic, classic series. Just classic series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. One of the 60s ones. So, yeah, I've been using that a lot. Um, but, yeah, really kind of happy with all the guitars that I've got at the moment. Uh, the, a the Dan massive Electro, collection at the moment. Dan Electro is like the one that hangs around like by my desk because it's the one that I... The loudest the, acoustically. Well, no, it's not actually. The, probably the oh, casino the is because, oh, uh, because it's totally hollow. But it's the one that like is worth the least. So in mm. this kind of little outbuilding that I'm in right now, I can just have it in there and it doesn't really matter. So, um, so yeah, and do you know what? The only thing I'm not happy with guitar setup-wise at the moment it is the katana but not because it sounds bad or because uh the features are bad i just don't particularly like how it looks so only today i was what? on uh i was looking online for some vox uh grill cloth so so i'm going to think about and... doing a little bit of a, a regrill yeah there's so many people that have done that online yeah like mm. custom color katanas and custom grill cloths and yeah, I don't because like I don't really feel the need to like recover the whole amp or anything. But uh, yeah, I want to change the grill cloth um, just because I think it'll look much cooler. Because you know, of course, and, and listener, if you have a katana and you're thinking about doing the same thing, if you if you're in the UK, of course, Zilla Cabs actually offer that service anyway. So you could always send the amp off and get it re-tolexed and re-grilled. Yeah, I don't think I need yeah. to go that far. Like it, mm. you know, it's just like a. A, a black Tolex amp, isn't it? That will do. Yeah, I just want yeah. fancy a different grill cloth on it. Um, but yeah, I've been listening to, uh, unsurprisingly, I've been listening to a lot of Beatles over Christmas. So um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been really getting into like listening to Voxes and stuff. And then I was like, maybe I'll swap the Katana for like an AC10 or an AC15. And then I realised like, I'm not getting the best out of those amps and uh, they wouldn't sound very good in the setting that I've got. So I was like, what I want is something really, what I'm after is something that looks like a Vox amp, <laughs> but is the Katana. So that's my yeah. uh, that's my plan for the next few months is like re-grill re, uh, the, um, the Katana. Speaking of, speaking of listening to the Beatles, I listened to that uh, new Macca album. It's good, when I, went for, I I... I I mean, I struggled to get past the first song. I've got oh, to be honest. The first like, song's great. Once I was past the first song, I was like, okay, this is fine. But 
honestly i mean like i'm into like weird stuff but that was i didn't know what was going on with that imagine being 80 years old and putting out music that is too (laughs) experimental for jay cross like that's that's why he's the best because he's gone you know i'm in lockdown and i'm putting out a new album that's clearly going to have you know loads and loads of publicity around it what I'm going to do is make the first song five minutes and 50 seconds long and basically be instrumental, but have like some weird backing vocal effects on it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of an album. It's first it's, number one album since 1986. I mean, that's crazy, isn't it? Wow. Yes. Um, I was going to say, with with you all playing strats, um, I've just been playing bass. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I was going to ask you what you've been up to, what you've been playing most. So you're Squire Bronco, your Shell Pink Squire Bronco. Shell Pink Squire Bronco. Yeah, I've just been playing loads of bass and listening to loads of Metallica. Um, <laughs> of, course, of course, a Shell Pink short scale maple neck Squire bass. I mean, perfectly. You can, you can, yeah, you can just imagine um, playing <laughs> that on stage with Metallica. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's spawned the Metallica listening, but I just, yeah, I. I I think on YouTube they've been streaming every week. They've been streaming like a different live concert from all the way back from like 1983 to like 2019. Um, and I watched one of their live because obviously they're, I think in 2019, the end of 2019, they were the world's biggest band in terms of the income they 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 bought in um, yeah, from makes the sense. tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because they're, they're still just like relentlessly playing. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. And the stage was something, I think I saw a video, the stage is 180 foot. <laughs> it's just like, it's just it's just mad. How but, many crybabies does he does he have to have, like, uh, stationed I think, around? I think the video I saw had nine. <laughs> <laughs> they have nine remote Kirk Hammett crybabies all across the stage. Um, apart from that song, do you remember from, was it? Was it the first? I Disappear. Do you remember that song? Which I no. think was part of the soundtrack to maybe the first Mission Impossible. Is that the one where they're in the, the video? They're on top of the mountain. Yeah, and in the desert. Yeah, I remember Bow. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And it's got that little wah sound at the beginning. Um, he can't get to the wah pedal quick enough for that. So <laughs> the, the, the roadie has a little switch that he presses for that one bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, I was just just really into it one because i you know just wanted to listen to something that wasn't ambient guitar playing which i'd spent the last two months listening to um and yeah i was listening to it best bit was when kirk brought out the gary moore les paul the best sound of the entire show is when he plays that les paul it's um ridiculous that's reassuring Um, to be honest considering it's i mean it's amazing you know um but uh, yeah, so listening to a lot of Metallica and playing a lot of bass, um, and really digging the Bronco. I mean, what an incredible bass! Like just out of the box for less than two hundred quid. Yeah. Um, especially as a, as a bass suitable for a guitar player who wants to pretend to play bass. Um, it's yeah. great. Put the it's new such a great modding platform and... as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. just a really wonderful piece of gear. Yeah, a massive shout out to James's home of tone for supplying uh, everything for that. Um, and also a couple of wiring harnesses for my Strat and my telly. Makes what are you doing with your Strat then? Uh, I just, for ages... Getting rid, it, of the, getting rid of positions one, three and five? Yeah, yeah, just having You two just want a four. two-way switch? Yeah, well, actually, funny enough, uh, sort of. No, it, for ages <laughs> it, it had a blender kit in it, which basically the master, the, you have a volume master tone and then 
what is the bridge tone uh, blends in the neck pickup in uh, any position. Right. And okay. um, cool. I had that wired in when we were still in GAC. And I think it just like, it's just worn out basically. And it was just, well, it was a bit crackly and it wasn't sounding great. Um, so I just bought one of his like pre wired solderless harnesses. Because um, I thought, oh, maybe I'll swap some pickups out and stuff like that. And just expertly wired, um, but super easy to change pickups because it's basically got this little um, block. Um, that you can just drop the wires into and tighten it up, so you can swap, you know, swap around um, pickups and stuff like that really easily. Dropped it in, worked first time, um, and I was like, "Wow, my, this is the best my Strata sounded since I bought it." Probably just because the wiring's so clean, it sounds so nice. It's really high quality parts. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a bit of Strat and a bit of bass, um, which has been good. So. Uh, yeah, but the bass, I'm just like, it's the one thing that's next to me all the time at the moment. Um, really got to learn something else than Rapper's Delight. <laughs> <laughs> the classic bass riff for guitarists to play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that and uh, Ace of Spades. Uh, it's like two <laughs> yeah. nights. Well, well I did, we did that at Christmas party a couple of years ago. It was wicked. Yeah. Um, it's really good. But yeah, just... Uh, it's it's a and anyone that's you know sort of guitar player and wants one to mess around on i think that's a, just a wicked bass yeah they are just a fantastic purchase for very little money and such a wonderful range of mods available for them as well there's you know so easily easy to make into yeah, a, I, a much much more professional instrument i mean of course you know naomi mcleod one of the hosts on the bass guitar nerds podcast gigs one you know in her job role as a session player she brings that to paid work you know it's uh admittedly yeah. with a she has a Serec b90 pickup in it and an awful lot of mods but um you know it's just sort of testament to the i guess the bones of the instrument well being, it's being it's um i enough. sort of fell down the rabbit hole with like mods and there's loads of like base forums for people and some of the mods that people have done i'm like <laughs> you must have spent like five or six times the cost <laughs> of the instrument on this yeah. uh on this base yeah. yeah yeah people were like you know extra pickups and and then i started looking at saddles and then i started getting uh sort of like i got a targeted ad for like a base trem system i was like hmm a base trem system <laughs> that's quite pronger that's uh, uh, you should do it you definitely need to do it base trem about you, the future what about me oh, yeah. well i've been uh, um I just, I am constantly, not gigging has has meant that I'm constantly thinking about what my what my setup's going to be, what my live setup's going to be. And it means that I'm constantly building and taking apart pedal boards and also constantly cycling through all my bases and being like, yeah, I'm going to play this one. This is going to be the thing. And then I'll... I'll switch to another one. It's I'm I'm very very fickle. I've been spending a lot of time on my 1977 Fender Music Master. Um, I had that strung up with flats, but I got some um, uh, I got some new tone strings for it. So very heavy gauge round wound that I fit on there. I changed the bridge saddles on it. Um, did some other mods to that as well. I need to do the tuners. That's the next thing for that. But my yeah, I to be honest. I've spent the bulk of the time on the Harmony Juno um, over over Christmas. I've really enjoyed, really enjoyed that guitar very, very much. So 
Yeah, that's uh... which is why the rest of us still haven't had a chance to have a look at it. <laughs> yes, that's that is true. But you will, you will soon. Anyway, boys, we do need to get started on um, on this week's quiz because we've got some exciting rounds to get through. We've got a roundabout gear of the year twenty twenty. We're going to test how much oh, knowledge gosh. you guys have retained. Oh, nothing. Oh <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. We've got another round on the brands that built rock and roll. How about that? <laughs> um, and then we've got uh, another round called pedaling crap which is our uh, <laughs> our effects pedal uh, round for this week and is that of the course... subtitle for season two of guitar nerds <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly and then the final the final round uh, will be a return of the know your joe round uh, where you will oh. be answering questions about how well you know me and my setup hence why i was being brief uh, just now about what I have been playing. Gotcha. Um, now, uh, as as we have done on the previous quizzes, we are going to be working on a different point system for each round. So in round one, the gear of the year 2020 will be simply one point per correct answer. In the brands that built rock and roll, it will be two points for a correct answer, but minus one for a wrong answer. In round three, peddling crap, it will be three points for a correct answer and minus one for a wrong answer. And then know your Joe. This is the round that could change everything. Five points for a correct answer, but minus, minus three for a wrong answer. So you've really got to, you know, that's the one where people who are at the bottom of the table really need to give it a go. And uh, the people at the top might want to pass a little more. In every round, you will be able to pass. Um, there will be no and multiple can- choices, and I will do my best not to just say the answer after <laughs> someone... <laughs> answers incorrectly when, when it comes when it comes time for me to have a go <laughs> um are so the questions if if someone passes they get mm. forwarded on to the next person that's correct yes so you can always pass which means you it's only if you answer incorrectly that you'd lose a point in the rounds where you can lose points of course round one you can't it's simply one point per correct answer everyone okay with the rules everyone understand what we're doing <laughs> Let's sure. go, baby. Uh, absolutely. Dear listener, pick a player and play along with them. Let us know. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nets forum and let us know how you've done in this, the first quiz of 2021. Okay. Um, round one. Each round will have uh, three questions each, by the way. Round one, we're going to start with the winner of uh, the last quiz, which was a simple uh, J versus Matt quiz. Uh, I can't remember who won. Who won? Me. Matt. So Matt is going first, followed by <laughs> Jay. I don't remember. And Mark will be going third. So there we go. It's, it's uh, Matt, Jay, Mark. That's the order. <clears throat> okay, Matt, are you ready for your first question? No. Okay. Let me know when you are. I'll, I'll wait here. Cool. Insert silence. Yeah. <laughs> okay, question one. What is the fretboard radius of the Reverend East Sider T that featured in this year's Gear of the Year? Oh, I think it's 10 to 12 compound radius. That is incorrect. Aww. And the question now moves over to J-Cross. Sorry, can you repeat the question? What is the fretboard radius of the Reverend Eastsider T that featured in this year's Gear of the Year? Uh, nine and a half. Incorrect. And uh. last, it's Mark Packham, who was the one who brought this to the table. So I imagine he'll get this. What is the fretboard radius of the Reverend Eastsider T that featured in this year's Gear of the Year? Uh, I think it is a compound radius. 
Is it 10 to 14? It is. That is completely oh, correct. Oh, Mark yes. Packham storming into the lead. Yeah. In fact, Mark, that's why you mentioned that you didn't like the guitar um, because you found the radius a little bit modern and so it was quite jarring against the sort of traditional you know, notes I'll, of the I'll follow up on that, though. The reason I think that is is just because I've been playing so much of the Rickenbacker, which has got mm. oh, such yeah, like a tiny little neck. It feels different to everything. That when I got the... Um, I noticed it particularly when I got the Billy Joe guitar out, which I think is a nine and a half inch. Just uh-huh. to, like, I was like, oh my God, this feels like really flat and like massive neck on it. It's crazy. And then as I've been playing like all my other guitars, it's like, oh no, it's just that the Rickenback is really small. So yeah, although I do think the compound radius played into uh, that feeling on the, the side, it's probably more pronounced because I've just been playing a ridiculous guitar for it, it is know, weird how that- two months. It's weird how that happens, isn't it? When you sit with one thing for a while, it makes everything else feel very alien. If you definitely, absolutely, and the the Ricky's the most kind of pronounced I've ever really experienced. That sorry, you just said the Billy Joe's nine and a half. Surely not. Surely it's twelve. Uh, hang on, let's have a look. Most, I mean, all Les Pauls are, aren't they? You might be right. Hang on, I don't know. Let's have a look. The next question is, what is the yes. radius of the... Yeah, it's 12-inch <laughs> yeah, radius, yeah, okay. sorry. Okay. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I, I just... Yeah. I, on it, it wasn't me trying to catch you out. I was just... I was like... I wondered if I had totally missed that. That was no, all. no, no. Sorry, that was my fault. But um, uh, yeah, it, yeah, that felt so flat. It's, the Ricky is just a bit of a, an outlier. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I felt like after we did Gear of the Year, I was like... Oh, yeah, no, some of those guitars felt a bit weird because I've just been playing this Rickerbacker all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. The, the Rickies are definitely one of the more unusual. You have to get very used to a Rickenbacker. I really like it. I really like the feel of them. I really like the feel of those, whether you can feel it or not. Maybe it's just the look I like. It's the lacquered fretboards that you get on the yeah, Rickies yeah, that yeah. I just think is... I want a 620 now. That's the thing. I'm, I'm like totally on board. I want a solid body one as well. No, or you, you should totally get. I mean, Wait, you I thought so you didn't many like guitars. the six twenties. No, I do like the six twenties. I do like them. I do. If I oh. was gonna, if someone like said, "Oh, do you want a three thirty, another three thirty, or a six twenty? I'd, but I'd still be like, "Yeah, I'll have the three thirty. But <laughs> I do just quite fancy getting a six twenty as well. Nice. Which is the six twenty? Is that the one with the long upper horn? Yeah, the, the kind of curled yeah, over upper yeah. horn kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. Okay, uh, so question two, we move over to Jay Cross. Uh, what is the radius on the Gibson Billy Joe Armstrong? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what brand gig bag comes with every Harmony guitar, including a custom-sized bag for our Harmony Juno? Um, mono? That is correct, yeah. Jay Cross. Absolutely right. Mono, of course, owned by the same company that own Harmony, so the, they come... Uh, they come together with every Harmony model, which I think is an incredible deal if you consider how much mono gig bags cost and how good they are. Um, Getting one of those with a guitar for the price point of a Harmony, I think is pretty fantastic. Question three, Matt Knight. What brand... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Question three, Mark Packham. (laughs) What brand pickups come as standard in the Fidelity Light Series? Oh... What brand pickup? Oh, why don't I know this? What brand pickups come in the Fidelity Light series? Um, they're like the gold foil. Mojo, Mojo pickups. That is correct. Yes. And Mark 
two points at the end of the Smashing it. only the first you know set of questions very good very good okay matt knight we're back back on to you here um what is the pickup configuration on the vintage jodo lucky betty oh uh, i can't remember uh i want to say one humbucker that is correct matt knight <sighs> first point to score it was a lucky guess but nonetheless he did get it right. Yes, it is a single humbucker. Of course, there are three um, controls on the Lucky Betty. You get a volume and master tone, and then you get a variable uh, pickup you know, thing that makes it single or humbucker, which is very cool. So it's surprisingly versatile, despite um, you know, despite a seemingly simple instrument. Okay, and we're on to J Cross. J Cross. Name the uh, oh no, sorry. <clears throat> Sorry, I was one ahead of myself on the questions. J-Cross, the Coronet and Wiltshire are two of the three classic double cuts released by Epiphone last year. What was the third? Well, it wasn't the Wiltshire, was it? It was the Wiltshire. Oh, sorry. Yes, you are absolutely right. The Wiltshire Mm -hmm. and the Coronet are two of the three. But what, what is the third? Um... Oh, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's uh, the one with the with the the tram. I can't remember what it's called. Um, and I know that Mark knows it. This is very. I'm not annoying. sure I do actually. I, I'm racking my brain right now to think. It's about definitely it. the most uh, most unusual. Like yeah. I, I had never heard this name before this range came out. Even though obviously it's it, it had def- it's definitely been reissued. Um, oh yes, yes, it certainly has. It's just no, not no. Like I'd I, heard. sorry, I mean it had been reissued when we were at GAC. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, I I can't remember. I've got a pass. I'm afraid I can't. I can't even offer a stab in the dark. No worries. Well, it goes over to you then, Mark Packham. Is it? So what were the... It was Wilshire and... Coronet. Those are the first two. There is one more. Oh, it's the one with the trim, isn't it? <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> I feel like we've been through this. But, uh, yeah. uh, 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 um... I just need one second. 
If you were to Googling. Google that. <laughs> no, I'm not Googling it. I'm not Googling it. Is it the Olympic? It is not, unfortunately. Ah. So it comes over to you, Matt Knight. Last chance. <sighs> Coronet, Wilshire. Is it the Coronershire? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Joe. Okay. I don't no know worries. No worries at all. So no one scored on that question. The answer was the Crestwood. It was Crestwood. Crestwood. Uh, yes. Because there was so the Crestwood close. custom that kept that right. was reissued uh in I don't know, maybe two thousand and ten or eleven, I wanna say. And I think it was green. It was like a Oh god, that's it's got so that long. like wooden trim on it. It does. It? it does have yeah. a it does have a, a trim system with a little wooden uh, emblem or crest yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the crest on the bridge. Wood, and yeah, it comes wood with a, a crest and it comes with mini humbuckers as well, a pair of mini humbuckers. Very very cool looking model. But yes, certainly the the most unusual. I thought that one would be tough. Okay, so uh, now we are over to Mark Packham. Um, the last question of the second round. Wait, of didn't questions. I just do that? Wait, are we are we on the second round already? Has everyone else had no, no, a no. go? Y- yes, but okay. it got passed. It got passed. So yeah, this is okay. the sixth question, and because you're the last one to be asked, it's uh, your okay. question now. Let's do it. So name the blue to black reverse burst finish of the Fender Jazzmaster oh, that we had for Gear of the Year. Dark Knight. That is correct. Mark Packham storming ahead there. Three points to Mark Packham, one to Jay, one to Matt. There's still one question more each in this first round. Um, So, Matt, why don't you take us away? Uh, Here we are. What two finishes are the Dunable DE series of affordable Korean-made classic heavy music machines available in? Oh. What two finishes in the Dunable DE series? We discussed them on Gear of the Year. We did, and it feels like a lifetime ago. Um, Season two. Season two. Um, Everything from season one's forgotten. Yeah, yeah, I need a recap. (laughs) Um, I don't know and couldn't even take a stab in the dark. Wow, very well. Okay, well, it moves over to Unless one of the colours is stab in the dark. Um, you, I mean, then. you don't lose points on this round. So. No, I, I, I honestly, I have, I have okay. no idea. J Cross, um, I am going to say that the finish options are white and sunburst. Incorrect. Mark Packham, chance to really, really shoot ahead of the others here. Yeah, I'm going to say black and sunburst. That is correct. Black yeah. and oh, tobacco sunburst is God. the are the finishes Duh. of the Dunable DE. Well done. In fact, there is technically a third because one of the models is available in satin black, but you know we, we'll keep it as a very simple black and tobacco sunburst. Um, okay, next uh, question, which is Jay's question. Here we are. Um, what instrument did Sterling by Music Man release as a short scale version for 2020? Stingray. Uh, that is correct. Yes. Yeah. Well, that done. wasn't what you were thinking of, though, was it? But... No, I was. I, I should have said guitar, but I hadn't said <laughs> oh, guitar, okay. and I was like, "Well, you know what? That is also accurate." So, okay. uh, so Cut you get us, a point for that. Then. <laughs> well done. Well done. Okay, and Mark Packham. Last question of this round. In 2020, Fender reintroduced the lead model back into their range uh, in some very retro color options. But what? Decade did the lead first appear in Fender's catalogue? 1980s. Incorrect. Oh. And and it goes to Matt, who... Repeat the question. 
In 2020, Fender reintroduced the lead model back into their range of some very re- with some very retro color options. But what decade did the lead first appear in Fender's catalog? Oh, well. 1970s? That is correct. 1979. Yeah, that's the what I was getting first appeared. Yeah, Soon so of course as I it, said it, I was like, actually, it's a trick I think question, isn't it? Yeah, 79 to 81, aren't they? I yeah, think, something like that. Yeah, they are right on the cusp. Even though they look very 80s, they're actually right on that borderline. So well yeah, done, although, Matt. And I can't, rem- I can't remember, but I, I have it in my head that actually one of them, because there was the lead one, two, and three, and one uh-huh. of them wasn't 70s. Maybe that's what right. Mark was thinking of. That must have been see. it. So well, you that, you thought it was the you were talking about the lead three mark of course yeah of course yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I knew that's, course, that's what yeah, I meant, yeah. Of but he, course, but Joe did say series so mm, you know yeah I think I was quite thorough okay well that concludes our round on gear of the year 2020 Mark you're storming ahead with four points Jay and Matt both sharing two points um, over there in in second place so the next round the brands that built rock and roll remember in this round it's two points for a correct answer and minus one point for a wrong answer question one it starts with you matt uh once again um question one when was the three bolt back plate and micro tilt introduced on the stratocaster oh oh what good year question 19. Remember, it's two points for a correct answer, minus one for a wrong answer here. So I might as well just pass. Well, it's up to you. Uh, Are you barely answered a question so far? Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take a stab and say 1970. Unfortunately, yeah. incorrect. Matt, you lose a point and it goes uh, over to you, Jay Cross. Uh, Should be able I'm to get also going to take a stab in the dark and mm-hmm. I'm going to go with 1972. Incorrect. Jay Cross, you lose <laughs> a point. You're down to one point and Mark, it comes over to you. <laughs> Could you repeat the question? Sorry, I had a bit of a computer glitch when you when were was the When was the three-bolt backplate and microtilt introduced on the Strat? And what were the previous answers? No, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him, don't tell him. Don't tell him, Joe. Don't I'm, I'm not him. going to. He has to. Yeah. Go on, Matt. Mark. I'm going to pass. You're going to pass. Yeah. Very well. That should have been an easy one for you to get, Mark. Had you listened had to the you others, listened, it was because it's clearly 1971. It is 1971. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> I didn't want to take the chance. Didn't want okay, to. So yeah, annoying. Fair enough. Fair enough. I had no it in my head. I was like, maybe it is 1971. <laughs> but I uh, just, I, I thought, I thought that was overthinking it. Hmm. I was like, yeah, clearly it's the it's the it's the seventy two telly is what, good, where it started. A good effort by Matt and Jay uh, for taking a guess. Anyway, question two, Jay Cross, chance to redeem yourself. Hundred percent finishing on negative points in this quiz. <laughs> Definitely. I should I should point out that these first three questions uh, in this round are about Stratocasters. The second uh, three are about Gibson signature models, and the last ones, the last three, will be about Marshall amplifiers. So all of you get. One question in each category. So, Jay, your Stratocaster question. Fender have reintroduced the Ultra as a series, but when were the first Ultra Strats available? What year? Uh, oh, I don't know. Um... 
It's a tough first question on this one. I promise it gets easier. Well, that doesn't help me. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, ultras. Uh, oh, I, uh, I remember looking it up at one point. Um, I'm going to say that they were first introduced in 1987. That's incorrect, unfortunately, oh, no. Jay. And you're down to zero points. And it goes over to Mark. Mark, can you can you guess correctly? No, I'm going to pass. Matt Knight, it comes around to you. Do you want to have a guess or do you want yes, to pass? Yes, I do, because it's 2021. And uh, I feel That's like incorrect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with 1984. Unfortunately, also uh, incorrect, you're, you're Matt. Thinking, it was 19... You're thinking of the elites. Yeah, no, it was nineteen eighty nine. But oh, it was a, it was two a good years guess. out. Yeah, oh. it was you're all very close. Okay, Mark Packham comes round to you. What year was the Ingve Malmsteen Stratocaster first introduced? Wait, what points is everyone on? Just so I know. Matt I'm and Jay on... are both on zero and <laughs> you are, are on four. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> Matt Knight, it comes around to you. Fender, have reintroduced. Uh, sorry, no. Uh, what year was the Ingve Malmsteen Stratocaster first introduced? I'm gonna take a guess because I, I, I like I like the risk. I, uh, I'm all about the risk. I'm I'm fully in. Can they go into uh, negative points? They yeah. can. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say 1988. That is correct. Matt yeah, Knight. Oh, my gosh. Two points Boom. for that one. So you're straight back up with two points. Well done. Good score. Two points. Good and, work. And, Matt, it comes back round to you, of course, for the next question. So chance to double down now. What acoustic does Slash have as his official Gibson signature model? Oh. Next three oh. questions all about Gibson signature models. Oh, hmm. But, um... Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. I've got my two points. No worries, no problem at all. Jay Cross, pass. chance to score some points here. Um what acoustic does Slash have as his official Gibson signature model? I've no idea. Um No, I don't know. Um I guess I could take a guess. I mean I've already It's up to you. I'm I'm already behind, aren't I? Um, do I take a guess? Do I do I take a pun? Do it. No, because I don't know. If I don't know, oh no, why not? I'm going to go for it. I reckon Slash plays a dove. That is unfortunately incorrect. <laughs> Jay Cross hits minus points. Mark Packham, can you steal this? No, I'm going to pass. <laughs> Very well. Okay, no one answers. It is a J45 available okay, in both yeah. Vermilion or November Burst. Um, you know why exactly Slash has an acoustic signature model who knows but he has a ridiculous amount of Gibson signature models so I guess that's why I mean it was um, oh, yeah, Jay Cross don't don't worry it is your I'm question I'm not worrying next. Joe um, mate don't you worry I, mm-hmm. I'm not worrying okay, don't worry good. what signature model is the Michael Clifford Gibson Melody Maker inspired by he has a signature melody maker. It's inspired by another signature Gibson guitar. Who is the artist that inspired Michael Clifford? Um, would it help if I knew who Michael Clifford was? I mean, no. I have no idea who Michael Clifford is. Okay. Um, but they have a... Melody maker. 
And did you say it's inspired by another melody maker or just inspired by another signature product? It's inspired in the question. I have said it's yeah, inspired yeah, yeah. by he chose to have a melody maker signature model because of another signature model. I, I, I'm going to go with Joan Jett then because that is that's correct. the only... Absolutely. Yeah, well the only, done. Uh, the only other Melody Maker signature I can think of. Exactly. Okay, cool. Jay Cross, back up on one point. Yes, that's true. When Michael Clifford went to the uh, to the Gibson Artist Centre, he saw a Joan Jett and thought it was the coolest thing he'd ever seen. And so... Um, oh, I do remember. I remember us talking about this, actually, when, yeah. it, uh, when it came out. That's um, right, yeah, because he has bad. his is black with black hardware and like red. Um, I think oh, red crosses is the, yeah. is the inlays, but um, it's a bit metally. But and he has a humbucker, obviously, instead of a, a single coil. But it's certainly really cool to see the melody maker back in Gibson's, you know, standard lineup of guitars. Yeah, Mark Packham. Hello. Question comes round to you. What's the scores? So the scores at the moment are four to you, two to Matt, one to Jay. Cool. Here's your Gibson question. Jimi Hendrix currently has a flying V signature model with Gibson, but what other guitar uh, do they currently offer as a Hendrix signature model? Uh, they also – so sorry, you said the flying V? Yes. Uh, yeah, they do an SG Custom, a white that one. That is correct. Well done, Mark Packham. Storms ahead with six points there and it comes around to you matt knight your first marshall question how many combos are available in the marshall origin series Mm. i'm gonna go with all about taking risks i'm gonna go with three that is correct. Storming ahead there with four points. They do three. They do a 5-watt, a 20-watt, and a 50-watt. Oddly enough, with an 8-inch, a 10-inch, and a 12-inch speaker. So the only place you get a 12 is the with the 50-watt. Um, but yes, three available in the Origin series. Jay Cross, coming around to you. The Marshall Studio series um, sought to revisit and redesign three classic Marshall amplifiers that defined music throughout the ages. Uh, into a more portable, studio-friendly version of their original incarnations. What were the three amps they modernised? I've got to get all three, you or do. else I lose a... Uh, uh, to you get do. two points. You do need to get all three. <clears throat> uh... <laughs> um. Okay. No, I'm going to pass. Very well. And it comes down to I you. Can't get, I can't get any further behind. <laughs> it co- well, you've got a point at the moment. It comes down to you, Mark Packham. What three amplifiers are the classic inspirations for the studio series? Uh, I'm going to pass. And Matt Knight? Uh, studio series. I'm going to pass. It was the Plexi, the JCM 800 and the Silver Jubilee. I honestly thought that was quite an easy question, like the three Marshall amps. Yeah, I wouldn't have got. I wouldn't have got the the jubilee. No, I, uh, I, I knew the gone, other two. I would have gone JTM forty five, JMB, JCM eight hundred. The JTM forty five was where I was going to go as well. Yeah, ah, I see. Well, there you go. Good, good. Then that you did that. And last question of the round comes around to you, Mark Packham. What effect is the Marshall RG one regenerator? Uh, it is a uh, regenerator. It's not the delay because the delay is the echo head 
The regenerator is. Is he gone? No, I haven't gone. Oh. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> trying to think what the reverb was called. Is the regenerator a reverb? Joe, I'm going to go with a reverb. Mark Packham, that is incorrect, uh, and you've lost your first point. Unfortunately, it is a multi-modulation. Wait, don't I pedal. decided not to not to give that one to Matt then? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to go with multi-modulation. No, no, no. And there we go. He's wonderful. It up it's and good. He's got, no, no. I would have definitely picked modulation as well. Definitely it was the other not. obvious choice. I, I am so, so sorry. I, I completely, I told you it was only Ask a matter of time. Ask me another question, Joe. A well, leopard never changes their spots well, is all I've got to say about that one. New hopefully. series, same old Wally on the mic. Well, yes, very well. Fine. Anyway, we move into the next round, gentlemen. So at the end of this round, Mark's leading the way with five, followed by Matt with four, and Jay with a singular one. And we're on to peddling crap. Now, in this round, it is three points for a correct answer, minus one for a wrong answer. So um, there is every every reason to play for it with three points up for grabs. Matt Knight, you're up first. Are you ready? Yes. Wonderful. Okay, first question. What is the JHS Legends of Fuzz, Crimson Fuzz, based on? I believe it is based on a Civil War Big Muff. Hello? He's he's thinking if that's correct or not. It's... Technically not true. No. Technically, technically, not it's not true. That is not the answer. Jay Cross. Um, just a, just a, a, a big muff. Big muff. I'm going to go with big muff. He cannot get big muff. I mean, that no, that's specific, not the answer either. And it comes down to you, about? Mark Packham. It's definitely big muff. Is this still around where you can lose points? You can lose one point. They've both lost a point. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna. <laughs> You're stick. gonna pass. Well, actually, it's not based on anything by um, electroharmonics because electroharmonics didn't exist at the time. In fact, it was based on the Mike Matthews Red Army Overdrive, which was very much n- not a oh, technicality. I mean, yes, it it was certainly a Sovtech. Um, you know, big muff style pedal, but it, it, the the pedal that it's based on is the Mike Matthews Red Army Overdrive. Um, fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, okay. It's, it's fine. J that Cross. Is, that is the correct answer. J Cross. What was the JHS Legends of Fuzz Smiley Fuzz based on? Oh, I don't know what any of these are based on. Um, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, because I'm a long way behind and I need to bloody do it, uh, I'm going to say it was based on a tone bender. That, unfortunately, is incorrect, <sighs> Jay Cross. It comes around to you, Mark. Uh, and it's called the Smiley Fuzz, right? It's called the Smiley Fuzz. Is it based on a um, Dallas Arbiter Fuzz Face? 
That is absolutely correct, Mark Packham. Well done, and you storm ahead with eight points. It was indeed one of the one of the Arbiter Silicon Fuzz Faces, the very sort of Jimi Hendrix favoured version of the original Fuzz Face. Um, question three, Mark Packham. What is the JHS Legends of Fuzz Supreme Fuzz based on? No idea. I'm gonna pass. Matt Knight. Uh, I believe. It is based on a super fuzz. That is completely correct. It was a uh, it was a nineteen seventy two Univox super fuzz. Is it, um, is that not look. the? Didn't you just send us a link to one of those in the chat, Mark? No. Oh, okay. I oh. felt. I've, okay, clearly. Oh, no, no, no. I sent. Yes, you, you did. I sent. Oh, maybe I did, but I sent you uh, a listing that where someone's accidentally just uploaded a photo of their radiator rather than. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that is what it is. It's the JHS Legend Series 1972 Japan Fuzz. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, right. it's, got a, uh, well, yeah, it's got someone's radiator it, in it. It isn't that. Someone's accidentally <laughs> gone through their image gallery and uploaded a picture of like a radiator instead. Even oh, better, even better. Good. Okay, okay. So here we are. Coming back round to you, Matt, um, after you scored some sweet points on that round to bring you up to six points. Close on Mark's tail now. Okay, so... <clears throat> Matt Knight, mm-hmm. name one of the two other effects brands who helped build the Chase Bliss Dark World. Dark World. Two other brands. Mm. Commonly, Chase Bliss work with other brands for their effects. They do. They happen they do. to build each side independently. No. One side built the dark, one side built the world in one this case. One side built the dark, one side built the world. Mm-hmm. Heal the world. Um, make it a better place. You'll be in first place if you get this uh, one. I do not know, so I'm going to pass. Jay Cross. Meris. Incorrect. Jay Cross oh. goes down to <laughs> minus two points now. Mark Packham. Um, who have they worked with in the past? Who? Dark world. Dark world is... <laughs> I'm trying to think who does the collaborations. Um, what's the scores? You've got eight points. Yep. Matt has six points and Jay has minus two. I'm going to play and I'm going to say Cooper Effects. That is correct. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It yes, was it Cooper is. Effects and so Keeley. Cooper so did the dark. Keeley did the world. So, yes, there we go. Mark Packham up at 11 points and we're over to Jay Cross now. Jay, you can get back into the room here. Name the effects brand who helped build the Chase Bliss CXM 1978 Automatone Reboot. Oh, that's Meris. <laughs> yes, you got it right this time. <laughs> Clearly the answers that I've given you, you were just one question ahead. But that's good. So that brings Jay back out of minus points and onto one point. <laughs> Wonderful. And Mark Packham, round with you. Um, name one of the two companies who helped build the Chase Bliss mood? Um, 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 uh, I'm going to pass on this one, Joe Branton. Matt Knight, can you see it? Old Blood Noise. That is correct. Do you know the other one, just out of interest? Drolo. Drolo, that is the other one indeed. Well done. Well, that puts you up at nine points, only two behind uh, Mark Packham. Let's hope um, I know my uh, Joe. Yes, let's, uh, let's indeed hope you do. Um, okay, next question comes around to you again, Matt. What does 
sorry. Uh, <laughs> I've, this is a terrible sentence. What does parameter does? The th- <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's something I'd write. What parameter does the foot switch control on the Ernie Ball expression tremolo, tremolo operate? Yes. So the the expression tremolo is on a a, 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 a treadle. Uh, cradle. Yes. Tr- what is, is it that? Treadle. <sighs> Do I take the risk? It's mm. a tremolo pedal. Yes. Uh, uh, with an expression pedal on it. What does the expression control? Oh, what's the expression control? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant there was a push button. Ah, uh, no. Sorry. Yes, that was. I wasn't very clear. What does the expression part of the Ernie Ball expression tremolo. What parameter does it operate? Rate. That is correct. It, uh, it actually, there are two. It's rate and or depth. Um, yes, but I, knew I was happy there was to. A, uh, I, w- I was confused. <laughs> well, that, 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 that brings you up, Matt. Level with Mark. Both level on 11 <laughs> points, and it comes around to Jay. <laughs> exactly. Jay Cross, what is the Earthquaker Devices Swiss thing? Uh, it's a, um, it's like a, uh, routing box. Is that, that is exactly what it is. Yeah. It is a routing junction box. Well done. Yeah. Up on four points, J Cross. Ooh. Well done. Oh, Bam. yeah. Brilliant. Designed to go at the top right of your pedal board. It's got an ABI, AB, ABI. It's got an ABY. It has a an boost. Oh, it's, it's, it's everything you want. Last question. Mark Packham. Last question in this round. What? Is the Walrus Audio three eight five? Oh, it's a uh, preamp from uh, after a, a film projector. That is correct. Well done. I believe I've actually asked asked that question of you guys before. So sorry I think about you this. also. I think you asked the question about the tremolo. Did uh, I? Oh, well. I think. I think you asked that in the last quiz that we did. Wow. Oh, good. Goodness me. Okay, I'm losing my edge. Well, there we are. We finished the, the round peddling crap. Mark Packham storming ahead with 14, Matt Knight in second place with 11, and Jay catching up with four. Now we're on to the last round. Everything to play for here for Jay Cross. Know your Joe. Five points for a correct answer, minus three points for a wrong answer. So really, really risky, but worth taking the risk if you want to win. I'm desperate to win, Joe. There are only two questions each in this round. It's a shorter round. We are approaching the end of this quiz. This is, these are the final moments. And it's five points for correct, minus three for a failure. That's correct. Blimey. Whoa. There should also be a penalty for passing. You should have to take the risk. Minus mm. ten points if you pass. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's do that. Minus ten for a pass. Uh, okay, right, this here we go. This feels like the end of Mario Party when the uh, stars are just handed out completely randomly at the end of a game of Mario Party. Yeah, that, I like that. It, it all this changes. Is, I tell you what this is This is really like. On New Year's Eve, just to give you a peek behind the curtain, on New Year's Eve, Mark uh, wrote a quiz um, that some of us did. Jay, uh, Jay's like, incredibly bitter about it. I'm not incredibly bitter about it, but I do think it's worth pointing out that the quiz aspect of the uh, of the the night, my team won. Like 
Well, you didn't because you didn't win the quiz. So. The quiz aspect in terms of answering the quiz question. The whole thing's a quiz, mate. We won that. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, yeah, you, you he goes... You answered the quiz questions, but you didn't win All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he goes, right, and there's also bonus points for the team with the best name. Um, That's going to go to uh, all my girlfriend's team. And uh, there'll wasn't... be five five <laughs> bonus points for... I can't even remember what it was. Oh, yeah, the dressing up round. And yeah. that's going to go to, oh, my brother's team. So completely, <laughs> completely done over at the end like so I'm looking forward the, uh, best name I'm was, looking for- best name wasn't in advance it was actually on the invite itself and you yes, had to fill it I in thought- you had to fill it in before the quiz started so and you- I thought our team name of Spider-Man pointing was a fantastically oh, that's a good name. Wasn't you good just enough, chose you just enough. chose the rude one you just chose the rude one wasn't good mm. enough classic Mark classic Packham. Mark P Marky P just choosing the one with the F's and the Jeffs well, let's see how this round goes down then. Know your Joe. How well do you know my setup? Question one. Matt Knight, what EQ pedal have I recently committed to my new pedal board? Uh, I hope it's the Boss EQ 200. <laughs> that is completely correct. Matt Knight, well done. Storming into the lead there. Paid for those points. With uh, 16 points now. Jay Cross, question two. What pedal that I raved about last year was I given as a gift by a brand we've worked with last year that included a custom backplate, of which I sent you all photos? The uh, Cirrus? That is correct. Jay Cross, moving up with nine points. Mark Packham? Uh, who's for the first time in this quiz currently in second place. You know that I never listen to you when you talk about stuff, right? I feel like I'm oh, at a severe oh, disadvantage. Oh, oh, no. Marky well. P. Oh, no. <laughs> what are we going to do? Mark Packham, what vegan straps do I use as they're the only vegan straps that I can get that are short enough for me? Uh, couch guitar straps. That is incorrect. Uh, Mark Packham goes down to 11 points. Matt Knight. Can you see it? I'm going to go with that brand from Etsy, which I think was Coco Guitar Straps. That is also incorrect. Oh, and Matt Knight moves oh. down. Still in first place, though, Matt Knight. And Jay Cross, yeah. can he steal Can he actually steal it now? No, because I, I don't know. I, don't, I, right, I wish so I did. If you pass, that's know. like minus 10 points. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. That was just a little gag. Oh, well, I would have passed then. I thought it was minus 10 points. <laughs> No? Of course it Right, okay. Jay Cross, you're passing. The answer is very simply mono straps. Oh, um, okay. There you go. They do a, a, a Mono, the answer to two questions in this quiz. It's, it has been, yes, absolutely. Okay, so second question. So your last question of the night. Current scores are Matt Knight with 13, Mark Packham with 11, Jay Cross with 9, all to play for. I cannot here. believe that I'm only a couple of points behind i was on minus points i know i went down to minus two you're just a late bloomer i'm sorry this joke round has thrown me off oh it doesn't Uh, oh that medicine doesn't taste very nice does it oh that marky p medicine doesn't taste very nice does it matt knight joe um i was recently photographed by my partner as we were recording our new uh record uh what guitar was i playing Mm, harmony Juno. That is correct. Mark. Of course it. That's the only guitar you've played for about three months. Yes, yes, maybe maybe that is true, but of course it is true. Anyway, so the next uh, question, Jay Cross. Uh, I'm, switching, I'm switching pickups in my Fender Music Master Bass, but where did I buy the new pickup? 
from James's home of Tone. That is correct. And you have stormed ahead now with 14 points. Mark Packham, you're in last place at the moment. Let's see if if you can do something about it. (laughs) When I was four, what was the colour of my favourite teddy bear? Um, Still shell pink. (laughs) (laughs) What microphone do I claim is an absolutely fantastic all-rounder that any budding home recorder should buy as a one-size-fits-all mic for their studio? Oh, I don't think I know it. Is it the Aston Element? That is absolutely true. Mark (laughs) Packham saving himself last minute there. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Packham, you've done well. Well, there it is. That's the end of this quiz. How did you do, listener? Which uh, which team did you play on? Jay Cross uncharacteristically has come last in this quiz with 14 points, but he did very well to get himself back up the score chart. Only two points ahead of him, uh, the embittered Mark Packham, meaning that this quiz's victor is Matt Knight. Congratulations, Matt Knight. You have won my respect. Yes. I love your respect. For the first time in 10 years of friendship. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Well done. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's actually all the time we have for on on this week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. You can, of course, join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds for an entire extra episode every week. You can become a Patreon supporter for as little as a dollar a month at the dollar tier. You'll get this episode ad-free and early every week. $5 will get you access to the Patreon special episodes and our entire back catalogue. And $10 will get you the lot. Plus, I'll sing you my thanks at the end of every episode. You can find us on all your favourite social media platforms and join the Guitar Nerds group on Facebook um, to get involved in our weekly episode discussion. Thanks for listening. You've been lovely. We've been the Guitar Nerds. Farewell. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 